Season 3, Episode 14 of the Talking Ball Y'all Podcast. Welcome into this afternoon's edition of the Talking Ball Y'all Podcast. And Jeff, we kind of wrapped up last week yep. and told our listeners we were going on break. <laughs> but we got an opportunity this afternoon we weren't going to pass up. And that was a chance to visit with Hall of Famer Brett Favre. So we've got a Brett Favre interview for you. We certainly hope uh, you appreciate listening as much as we did having him on uh, today's program. And uh, Jeff, just a, a kick in the pants, honestly, for me. Uh, I know that you feel the same way. A lot of fun and had uh, about 20, 22 minutes there with Brett. And so a good interview. Yeah, it was, it was a really good interview. And, you know, we scrounged around. You called me today about maybe, you know, getting the equipment set up. But anytime you can get somebody like Brett Favre, on to talk about his alma mater. You'll hear the passion in his voice, Clay, when when we did, me and you did this interview with him, talking about Southern Miss. We, we reached into some of his NFL days. So, I mean, anytime you can get a Hall of Famer, when I say Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame quarterback on to talk alma mater, talk about things going on, uh, we'll, do, we'll jump through hoops and do what we can to get him on. Absolutely. So enjoy the interview and enjoy the passion that he has uh, for Southern Miss on a special week as they'll continue to play baseball. We'll get into that certainly in the interview. But thanks as always for listening and enjoy the uh, special interview we have in store for you. Fortunate enough this afternoon to be joined by Hall of Famer um, Brett Favre for the podcast. And Brett, certainly appreciate you taking time out for us this afternoon. Uh, no problem, man. I appreciate it. Brett, uh, special time for Southern Miss fans all across the board, really. But let's start with a baseball program and what Scott Berry and his crew were able to pull off over the weekend. Well, you know, Scott has uh, has done it over and over. Um, has has been about as consistent as you can as you can get, and uh, just manages to uh, plug guys in year in and year out, and um, finds a way. Now. That being said, you know, he, as well as all Southern Miss fans, don't want to just get to the regionals. We want to, we want to get further. And, um, you know, we, I got to believe, you know, the way we won against Rice the first game, it's, uh, it's meant to be. Uh, so time will tell. You know, we got uh, a tough test this week with Arizona State. And, you know, we get through that when you assume you got to play LSU and at their place. So, um, hey, the worst that can happen is you lose. You go out and, and give, them, give them your best and, and see what happens. Yeah, you, you look back at the way uh, that comeback took place at Rice. That kind of gets lost in, in the way that they dominated uh, pitching-wise Saturday and then Sunday. But, uh, that was a huge late comeback that enabled them to be set up for the weekend. Well, we, you know, we, we throw three pitchers the second go-around against Rice. We we throw a no-hitter, and, and you're right. You forget about the first game, how close it, it, it was. I mean, it was down to, to basically the last at-bat. Um, and not that we would have been out of the tournament, but we certainly would have been in a deep hole that we had to get ourselves out of. Uh, that being said, <clears throat> we found a way to do it. That's what it's all about. It's about getting hot at the right time, and, and hopefully this is the right time. Yep, and certainly uh, that's kind of what makes Southern Miss, Southern Miss, that that grit and that uh, fortitude to come back and win ball games um, like that. And 
you certainly know that better than most. But, Brett, when you look at Southern Miss and um, what makes it special? What makes it special to guys that have uh, played there and, and to the community? Well, you know, I, I think back to when I played, and it's been quite a, a long time, but um, we carried a chip on our shoulder. And, you know, and I mentioned this to the guys, the football team uh, at the spring game when, when Reggie and I were the honorary coaches. I said, you know, you got to play with the chip on your shoulder. you got to look at every, every game, every day of practice, everything that you do uh, in regards to – uh, your pursuit as a college athlete, you gotta you gotta play and and use the motivation that no one else wanted us, and um, and we're gonna take it out on everybody that we play against, regardless of who that is. And and um, you know, there's a sense of entitlement at, at a lot of these places, um, obviously more so than Southern Miss. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, that's the edge that you got to play with. And I think that's what has made us a, a special program for so long. Once again, we're visiting with uh, former USM quarterback and now NFL Hall of Fame quarterback for the uh, Green Bay Packers and a, a couple other teams in his NFL career. And, Brett, when you look at USM and you look at the – the steps they are taking to improve, I say, their athletic department, some things going on with the football program. You see the baseball team doing what they're doing. Uh, how, how much have you been around uh, the new athletic director? Jeremy McLean comes on, and, uh, you know, he was at USM, then he went, goes to Troy, but he's coming back home, so to speak. We had him on a, an episode ago of the podcast. So what, is, what, is a, what does a man like Jeremy McLean bring to Southern Miss for the athletic side? Well, I'll be honest with you. You know, we haven't had much in in, uh, in the in the way of excitement uh, that I can remember in recent years, maybe more than recent years, like we have with two people, with the hiring of Jeremy Jeremy McLean, who's not even a coach, who's an AD, um, and Jay Ladner, our basketball coach. Mm-hmm. The excitement level has been, I mean, there were more people talking about it via Twitter or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, and, and I'm sure you guys know this as well. I mean, it was like, you know, where's this excitement been for so long? Um, and it was, it was actually great to see, um, great to hear, great to be a part of. And, um, and I, and I do believe in Jeremy. I do know Jeremy. I've been around him a fair amount. I, I like him. I like his demeanor. I think he can relate to our people uh, very well. I think he knows the the problems that we face um, as well as anyone, um, and and how he's going to attack that and, and and strategize that in in that way. And so so does Jay Ladner. You know, uh, for the younger generation, they probably don't know, but Jay is from Oak Grove. His dad was a professor at Southern Miss. He was a two-sport athlete at Southern Miss, and uh, and this has been his dream job. You know, as crazy as that sounds, this has been his dream job, and he has always wanted it because every time the position has come available, he's asked me to lobby for him, and I've done that, and we finally got it done. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the season ticket sales for basketball alone 
have jumped tremendously. I don't know the percentages in which they've jumped, but I can't tell you how many people I've, I've talked to that said, oh, I've already ordered my season tickets. Now, you know, that's great. I wish Southern Miss people would do that consistently. <laughs> uh, you know, because we, it, our program, our athletic program in general, um, will go nowhere unless people support it. And and we need that support. And, and we've gotten – you know, a fair amount here with Jay and, and Jeremy on board. Brett, when you look at the way that the baseball program has gotten that support, their top 15 attendance-wise across yeah. the country year in, year out, can't the basketball program and Coach Ladner kind of duplicate that? He's one of our own. He's not looking at this job as a, a stepping stone. Uh, I think it's a great move, and I think it can really uh, simulate what's going on across the street there. Absolutely. You're 100% correct. Um, I, you know, and, and when I talk to Jeremy and the, and the people who, uh, the important people in, in regards to making the decision on whether Jay would be hired, I said before he even coaches a basketball game, he's already generated enough excitement and putting people in the seats that we haven't had here since the, maybe the 86, 87, mm-hmm. uh, basketball program. And so, uh, that alone is is enough reason to hire the guy. Not to mention he's a, he's a great recruiter and he's a good people person. Yeah, and Brett, when we Brett, when we look at um, we talking about and across the street, and of course that's the Pete, and then when you go back over um, to the basketball facility there. Right in that area, something special to you, beach volleyball. How special has it been able to see your daughter uh, compete in the black and gold? Well, I, I wanted her to play at Southern Miss all along. Uh, you know, you got to know my daughter. She's she's very uh, introverted. Um, she's uh, she's a homebody, and and she was recruited by a, a lot of people. And, you know, and I remember telling her during the recruiting process, and I really stayed out of it. When she would ask me my opinion, which was rare, <laughs> I, I told her I think the best place to play for you is Southern Miss. And I, I say that uh, because she's close to home. Um, give you an example. She's a counselor at Camp Ozark in, in Arkansas as we speak. And she's, uh, she's only been there eight days. And she's called every night, ready to come home. <laughs> so, so that that she thinks that I wanted to come here because I played here. And yes, that part that part part of that is true. But I knew that she would be better right here at home. Um, I'm I'm excited about the beach volleyball uh, addition as a Division One sport. It's an exciting sport. The first game that they had. Um, you know, at Southern Miss was against Tulane, and it was a, uh, a holiday. I think it was may have been even spring break or something like that. So kids were really not even in school, but we had a tremendous turnout, and it, it's a fun. It's, a, it's it's an exciting sport. We have a great conference for beach volleyball. We have there's 12 teams uh, that range from TCU, LSU, Florida State, South Carolina, uh, among others. Uh, so it's a very good conference and uh, it's a, an exciting sport I, and this was their first year to play so she's got three more years of it and uh and Deanna and i are about helping southern miss across the board mm-hmm. 
you got to buy season tickets for every sport, whether we go or not. You, know, you obviously can't go to every sport, but we buy season tickets for that. We, we, we donate money. We're building a volleyball facility. We're enhancing the beach facility uh, even better than what it is. Uh, after we went to LSU and saw their facility, I said, oh, we got it. We got it. <laughs> we got it. Hey, you know, we don't have LSU money, but we're going we're gonna to make it pretty darn nice. <laughs> Brett, you bring up Deanna. The biking and the jogging and the running, is that you or are you chasing after Deanna on this stuff? Man, I can't catch her. She, she, in, fact, in fact, she signed up for an Ironman in, in September in Augusta, Georgia, and she just get back into her training, and there's no way that I could do that. I, I just couldn't. I, I've run in a couple of half marathons. Um, every once in a while, I run a few 5Ks or something locally. I, I like to bike with my group here in Hattiesburg and, and enjoy that, but there's no way I can, I can catch her. Well, it sounds like our sport, Brett, is on the uh, on the golf course, whether we're teeing off on the front nine or the back nine when it comes to that side of it. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you, know, you know, Brett, you talked about you and Deanna giving back to the school and buying season tickets to, you know, the events, whether you go or not, because you can't go to all of them. And, and you mentioned a little bit earlier in, in this interview about uh, you and Reggie uh, doing the, the coaching at the football game. Talk about what it was like to be – uh, on the sideline, back at the Rock. I mean, we, you know, you played there. You've been back on several occasions. If you live right there in Oak Grove, but about the other players coming back. I mean, it was just a whole family atmosphere uh, for Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Yeah, it was good. To, good to see uh, Reggie. You know, back in that environment. You know, I said this uh, a lot that week, um, but I've said it throughout my career maybe the greatest college football player I've ever seen play in my life. Um, mm. Certainly one of the most talented players to ever step foot on a football field. It, it, it just happens to be a Southern Miss guy, and that's Reggie Collier. For the people who, who know Reggie and watched him play, no one can argue uh, you know, that fact. Uh, had he played in an era like some of these quarterbacks are playing in now, whoa, I, I, I <laughs> I don't even want to think about how good he could have been. Um, and, and so I, our guys, our younger generation guys need to know that. Uh, and, and I think sometimes our, the younger generation, it, just in general across the board, not just Southern Miss, is so, somewhat unattached to what happened before, hmm. uh, whether it be athletically or, or just, you know, in the, in the world. And, uh, you know, Southern Miss should, should be proud of, uh, you know, themselves, whether it be athletically or academically. But to know that guys like that have, have worn the Southern, Southern Miss uniform is, is something special. Brett, you bring up knowing your history, and that's cer so, certainly something you plugged into there in Green Bay and, and kind of a, a scenario like you're laying out. Reggie came before you and Bart Starr, and, of course, his passing here uh, lately. What, what did that uh, career to look at and Bart Starr uh, mean to you for your days in Green Bay? Well, I got a chance to know Bart very well. Um, obviously, he was, he was much older than me. Um, but, you know, I, and I've said this many times, when I was traded to Green Bay, I didn't know exactly where Green Bay was, but I knew it was somewhere way up north, and I knew it was cold. <laughs> but what I did know, 
and, and knew emphatically was that Bart Starr was a quarterback. I couldn't tell you the years, but I knew that he was a legendary quarterback who had led that team to Super Bowls and played a long time, won a lot of games, and was considered an icon not only by Green Bay fans but by football fans in general. Now, when I got got a chance to meet him, and, and uh, I, I proudly could say I was a friend of his, I was even more impressed by the man. Not a, not a game went by in which I didn't accomplish some accolade. He didn't write me a, a, a nice letter and, and congratulate me. Um, and, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to achieve a lot of things and never once did he miss a letter. Hmm. And uh, just would, you know, one of those guys that would go out of his way to make someone else feel very special. And I was, I was honored just to, to be able to follow in his footsteps, even though it was a little bit later after his career. Um, I, I felt like when I got there that, you know, the good Lord was looking out for me because, uh, you know, history seemed to be in line with me, re- you know, repeating in, in some respects what Bart Starr had done. And, and that's, that's high praise. Um, but the Southern guy going to Green Bay, um, you know, uh, a, a comp- bringing, you know, the, the glory days, the years, the, the, the just a, it had been a 25-year dry spell since they had made the playoffs when I'd gotten there. And uh, what they were hanging on to was what Bart Starr had accomplished. Mm. And so I, I felt like this was a special time for me and to, and to do it where Bart Starr had done it was just an extreme honor. Brett, when you look at the two communities, I know it's hard to compare when you just brought up, of course, the north and how uh, cold it is there. And then we're talking on what, a low 90s day here and we're not even (laughs) out of uh, May. But the two communities, in which ways um, is South Mississippi and then that Green Bay community that you were able to plug into for so many years, how similar were they as far as as far as people go? You know, I think the people are very similar. Um, you know, there's there's obviously a, a, a lot of difference, uh, obviously weather being one of them. Uh, you know, the, the way they talk and the way we talk are way different. <laughs> the way they eat, the way we eat are way different. <laughs> but, but when you get down to it, just the type of person that they are, it's a blue-collar town. It's, it's not any bigger. In fact, it's probably just a, a smidge smaller than Hattiesburg. Uh, you know, everybody works hard. Uh, they, they uh, you know, they don't say yes, ma'am, and, 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 and no, ma'am, and yes, sir, and no, sir. But by, by no means am I saying that uh, because they're disrespectful. They're just a different type of people, but they're very uh, hardworking and, and giving and Love their Packers, man. They absolutely love their Packers. Yeah, and Brett, we know we we people around Hattiesburg see you at events and and see you at the football field and baseball games. I think you were down at Biloxi for a, a game or two this week uh, to watch the Golden Eagles. But what's uh, what's the what's the future uh, for Brett Favre? As far as uh, we know, you we've seen you do some football games on TV for Southern Miss. So uh, besides playing golf and kind of hanging out with with the family, what is uh 
what does Brett Favre uh, see in his future, you know, involving Southern Miss, Hattiesburg, and, and things of that nature? Um, you know, I don't know, uh, and, and I say that in a good way. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm in no hurry to do anything in particular. Um, you know, we got three grandsons, and they're just getting to the age where, you know, sports are kind of uh, – one's nine, one just turned nine, one's four, and one will be two in August. Um, and, and believe it or not, I mean, they will wear you out. Uh, <laughs> Now I see what my mom and dad went through when we were kids with, with four, when they had three boys and a girl. Um, I, I like to try to take a trip or two every year uh, with family and, and do and see things that we, we, you know, I say we missed out on while I was playing. Um, and, and, you know, be a fan of Southern Miss. Go to as many games as we can. Of course, volleyball, we're, we're – travel around watching watching those games and we enjoy it so much um is there any anything in the future as far as coaching i don't know i i really uh i don't really think about it much i some days i think i'd be good at it at, at the college level i don't think i'd ever coach pro football too much time in, involved and i i enjoy spending time with my family and friends here at home um tv i Maybe, maybe not, you know. But, again, I'm in no hurry to do anything. Yeah, not a bad spot uh, to be no. in right there. We'll take that. And, Brett, we certainly appreciate – we're talking about time. We certainly appreciate you taking time for the podcast this afternoon. And it's been awesome uh, visiting with you. A pleasure for uh, Jeff and I. And so thank you, Brett, for your, your time this afternoon. Man, thanks for having me on. You know, I'm always – eager to talk about Southern Miss. And well, we, we got some good things going. Well, we'll take you up on that in the future then, too. We certainly appreciate it, Brett. All right, guys. Good talking with you. Thank you.